1: Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Happy Mailbag Monday, everybody. We are back here in our studios. Greg Boyson, Mario Tiribasi, and me, Jay Zawoski.
2: What's that? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing. The I'm, I'm best Black the- Hawks
1: mailbag show you will find anywhere this derailing week. Derailing the show. Already. Well, we did copyright that uh, yeah, last it season. Is trademarked we were the first Twitter. people to ever use that term, mailbag Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're we're told that some other shows with similar looking graphics and concepts uh, have, have have stolen mailbag Monday, which is trademarked by us. So whatever. I'll be hearing from our legal department. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence, get on that. <laughs> We're just gonna uh, leave yeah, flaming bags on her porch. That's our legal department.
2: We're also gonna have to reach out to Jack Bushman. He's doing one too. Oh, that, that, son that. of a! Mm, and then Bush Jackman. Mm, shaking my fist, mm. Bush
0: Jackman. Man, Jack Bush.
1: Kind of goes. Never mind. All right, we're gonna start <laughs> the show Sounds here. Conversation. Hey, uh, as things <laughs> happen all the time, when we have an idea for a show, uh, news gets in the way, but it's good news, it's news. on all fronts. Peter, Mrazik, well, not all fronts. Peter Morazic has been activated off the injured reserve. Uh, Dylan Wells is waived, which isn't great news for him, but it indicates that Arvid Soderblom is okay and will be Peter Mrazek's backup uh, while they're both healthy. Knocking on wood. Uh, And uh, the not-so-great news, Alex Stalock put on IR uh, retro to November 1st, um, but that's just more of a paper transaction than anything. That means he's
0: eligible to come off as early as... Tomorrow,
1: I
2: was yeah. gonna say that it that gives him at least some frame of a timeline, right?
1: right. Yep, yeah. So, good news on the goalie front. Uh, looks like Morazic will probably get the start. Uh, you know, maybe not, it could be. They could certainly go with uh Soderbloom if he is. Because remember what Richardson said after the, the last game was he just wasn't feeling well, mm-hmm. so who knows if he had some bad calamari or something like that. <laughs> or. You know, you never know. Famous but
0: Winnipeg calamari. Bad, bad calamari is my favorite Dead Kennedys album, <laughs> by the
1: way. So the goalies are healthier than they were last time we were with you. So yes. that's good news. That's and there was no good.
0: practice today, so we don't really have any idea. We'll get a better idea tomorrow. They'll be hitting the ice at 11 a.m., so we'll keep you updated. We'll get a better idea of where Peter's at. Tomorrow, um, based on his practice, and we'll ask Luke Richardson, I mean, he and, was, and he was—he will tell us
2: he was pretty. Uh, the the last uh, morning skate, he was pretty active. Um, so yeah, seems, seems like he'll he's been he'll likely be doing 100%. a
0: lot more work, hundred percent in the crease, not just skating. He's been an active participant, taking a lot of shots. So mm-hmm. he's going to play one of those trip the, those games Road over game, the weekend yeah. for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if it's as early as Thursday against the Kings. Yeah.
1: Yeah, get him back in there, and you know if they feel he's ready to come off IR, he must be ready to. Unless you to. want Soderblom out there again because he had a lot of success against the Kings. Yeah, Beat true. them just a couple of
0: days ago, yeah. and maybe just say, hey, you know how to beat these guys. Go out and do it again, and then give give Mrazek that game in Anaheim. Because he's feeling right.
1: Well, yeah, especially, too, if Soderblom was really only dealing with an illness, then, yeah. Because if that had never happened, let's say Soderblom finished the last game We'd all probably say, Hey, give him the next start anyway. Just give Mirazik the extra two days. You're right. So that might be the most logical thing. We'll find out tomorrow. But it's it's good news on the goalie front. Uh I know, boy, we were the possibilities were spinning in our heads after we weren't sure what was up with Soderbloom. <laughs> we weren't sure how far away Mirazic or Stalock we was were s- and you're looking at
2: staring down a Dylan Wells Mitchell Weeks tandem going yes. on the road trip. <laughs> that, that is how you tank I mean, my That would have been <laughs> exciting. And that
0: would have been a pretty cool. Tandem, considering that was your tandem, the opening weekend of Indy Fuel hockey. Two weeks later, <laughs> yeah. they're in L.A. <laughs> like that's whew. life. Life comes at you fast. Yes, it does. Yeah. But it, it po- positive uh, news
1: today. That's good. Yeah, and let's hope Marisa can. Uh, and good for the Ice s- Hugs, too. You get yeah, you, you oh, get,
2: definitely. You, you know, unless he's claimed, which I don't expect to happen. Dylan Wells gets gets back there. Yep. Um, Jackson Stauber, as, well, as far as we understand, is still on the mend. So good good for Wells to get back there. He'll be the likely starter.
1: Yeah, and let's hope Mrazek can stay healthy for the bulk of the season, maybe drive that trade value up. But regardless, it gives him a solid veteran presence in net, mm-hmm. which is never a terrible thing. So and a good
0: dude in the locker room. Yeah. He's well-liked. Both of those guys, like and Mrazek, mm-hmm. are well-liked in the locker room, and that's good, too. There's a, lot, there's a lot to go to that, especially what we've been through the last couple of seasons. Having a locker room that really likes each other is not a bad thing.
2: I mean, you can see what it did in Boston, in the last couple of days.
0: Yeah. Did something screw up all that good mojo going on yeah, out there? Yeah. yeah like yeah, That whole thing.
1: Yeah. Couldn't happen to a nicer group. <laughs> uh, hopefully, too, tomorrow. We've not heard about Tyler Johnson for some time. Um, so, hopefully, there's a bit of an update on his status tomorrow as well. Last time
0: I saw him, last home game, what was that? Sunday? Uh, yeah. No, or, no. No. Uh Friday. Whatever the last home game was. <laughs>
1: they all run. I can don't I have know what no, day it is no anymore. concept people. Of time. to the schedule. <laughs> Thursday. Last Thursday. Thursday, yes. You know what it's,
3: it's mailbag Monday. We know it right, is. Right. That's the only
0: reason I know it's Monday. Otherwise, right exactly. Last Thursday, yes. Whatever the last game was, <laughs> no. waiting to go into post game, uh he he was still in a
1: boot, walking boot, yes, as of Thursday. So, okay, probably still a little while while away. All right. Well, with that, Why don't we begin the mailbag segment of the show here? Uh, Thank you all for uh, getting in touch with us. Very easy to do. Uh, You can tweet at us. That's the best way at chgo underscore Blackhawks. If you're a member at allchgo.com, that means you're also a member of our Discord. That's a great way to get in touch with us as well. And if you're old, you can just send us email. (laughs) Blackhawks at allchgo.com. Those are the three ways to get in touch with us. Uh, And, of course, on our personal Twitters as well. But we really like, for Mailbag Mondays, we have that, like, announcing the segment tweet. And then responding to that makes it very easy for us to curate everything and keep everything organized. That's the first place we're going to look.
3: Yes, exactly right. But the first question we answer. An update from the legal department. We do now have a TM. Ah, uh, there it is. There it is. Thank you. Undisputable. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And
0: it's in... Gray font that means official.
2: official. that's Official. Yeah, I, yes. I was
3: just trying to change that, but I don't know how. So it's no, it looks design. good. It looks
2: it's, good. It looks intimidating. You don't have to do anything. That's what the legal department sent us. Yes, <laughs> <That's>
3: perfect.
1: <prefer. laughs> um, and of course, if you have questions, feel free to hit us up in the uh, chat, and Lawrence will do his best to uh, keep control of those, so we can get to those as the show goes on as well. But where are we starting? Let's start with our uh, members-only Discord, right? Are That's, we doing the goalie one, or are we doing ourselves there? some? Uh, we could do this one here. Let's start with Elg Rhythm, which I love. Uh, he says, <laughs> Elg, Elg says, <laughs> Elgo. What deals does Very GM tiny. Kyle Davidson have to make to get a healthy goalie in that? Nothing. Apparently the problem <laughs> has been solved, yeah, and the goalie yeah. situation is where it's at. But G-
2: GMKD is a really good uh, hip-hop group. I like here. that.
1: Yeah. I like them. Uh, I saw them open for Cam FDM back in the day. Nice. Um, the Alphabet Soup Tour had Soderbloom been hurt and Mrazic not ready, it was Mitchell Weeks' time. It would have been the same yeah. deal that happened with yeah. Dylan Wells, with you he know could, the two way deal signing yeah. and a nice raise for him.
2: Because <laughs> although they have cap flexibility and whatnot, there really is no need to make any drastic moves. To bring in a goalie, either via trade or signing, like it's not worth it. Yeah, they're not. Kyle Davidson is not going to go out of his way to contend. No, right. He's leaving that up to Luke Richardson
1: and the players.
0: Starting an ECHL goalie is not the worst scenario in the world in his in his brain right now. So,
1: well, also, you know, if we were talking about, you know, God forbid an an ACL injury or something that's going to keep these guys on the shelf long term for months. Mm he wouldn't want Soderbloom to be the guy here, right? So if, if Staylock and Mrazek are hurt for a long time, then you'd probably see him trade a pick for a goalie or sign a free agent or whatever. Like, J.F. Berube is kind of the guy who just seems to be Maybe. there. Yeah. He's fine. Why He'll not? come in and not, well, he might lose you some games, but he can put on a goalie equ- equipment and look the part. Yeah, he, you I mean, know?
2: he's played NHL games before. But ho- hopefully With we, we don't Hawks. have to get to that point
1: yeah. where he has to be – or he's not that that drastic of a situation?
2: I, f- I feel like if it was if it was a situation where S- Soderblom was going to be uh, an option long term, I don't think that that's the worst thing for the Blackhawks. I think it's a little bit ahead of schedule, but I think what he's what he's sh- shown in his small sample size um, has been promising. You know, oh, no doubt. There's 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 elements there that you can you know be happy with. So if there was a situation where he was you know. Th- thrust into the starting role or whatnot long term I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world
1: no I, I think they want him in Rockford right I'm sorry if I wouldn't clear on that no, that's yeah, what yeah. I meant is they you know they're prioritizing Rockford success yeah um but yeah I, we talked about it last week like I kind of feel like he might be the best goalie in the organization already might be so good problem to have is too many good players which is not something I think we would expect to say this year no. at any position all right, who's next? It's, uh, yeah, there's Violin Road, our buddy from Discord. Nice. Do we have any new details on how Frank Nazar is progressing? Uh, not really in these college sports. I mean, look, college football plays it tight to the vest, but they have pressure from media to, like, reveal injuries, and they have people, like, really diving in trying to find mm-hmm. it. College hockey does not really have that.
2: Unless you are a college hockey beat reporter, you're probably not going to get that kind of information too publicly. Um, I will say that, uh, from, from, from communication we've had, uh, three of us are headed to South Bend on Friday. Yep. We're going to go watch, uh, Notre Dame play Michigan. And we were looking to, uh, potentially, uh, have an opportunity to talk with Frank Nazar, but Michigan has told us that he is not traveling currently. So, uh, not, uh, doesn't seem close to being, uh, you know involved in team activities anytime soon so yeah i mean the, that's probably the best the,
0: the the basic of this is he was injured at some point over the summer over the summer played you know did the the u18s world Champion uh, world championships was that the U, was that the u18 or was that the u20 camp mm-hmm. uh, in august development camp one of those things were you know trying to play through an injury and i think it eventually just caught up to him and decided to to go i mean it was to the point where i think it maybe it took him getting to a college campus and having a physical mm-hmm. there with the michigan staff to where like hey we're not going to we're not going to let you do yeah. this to where you're trying hard to make a world junior championship team maybe you're getting pressure from you know Team USA to play through it. We don't know all the details. There's been little blurps here and there about, uh, you know, these types of things. But Michigan's not really revealing a whole lot. So he looked like he was a kid trying to play through an injury, and it just got to too much. Yeah, and we don't even know a time frame on his return. You know, we've heard could miss the rec- the entire Michigan season.
2: Could be back by February at the earliest. To what I believe. Um, Scott Power, Powers right. reported a few weeks ago. So,
0: and we flat out asked Scott Powers at practice one day a couple of weeks ago, "What have you heard?" And he basically said, "I nothing. No I put I put, what, that, I put yeah. everything I know." And if Scott Powers can't get an answer. Nobody's getting a, a definite answer. Yeah, so so it's, it's a wait and see kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody to like point a finger at and blame. You can't say, well, the Blackhawks drafted an injured guy. They let no. him go into development camp. There's not a blame game here. Guys play hurt all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think it was just the University of Michigan said, listen, you're an incoming freshman. You're a top talent. We, we've got big plans for you. Let's get this taken care of now so it doesn't get worse. Mm-hmm. And we'll touch base when you're healthy
2: and i think this is likely something that nazar thought he'd be able to to play through and manage because if if this was something that happened over the summer and he continued on through his his camps and everything it was probably something he thought ah i can deal with it i can you know i can manage it what what not and then yes maybe michigan said we're not going to let you continue playing through this you need to get this taken care of or he got to or he got to camp at michigan and was just like you know what I can't do it. Like he made the call himself. Maybe Um, I, you know, there, there, there have been similar scenarios like this with, with hockey players, you know, numerous times where, you know, you have an injury, you think you can play through it, or you hope that it just resolves itself over time. And then it doesn't, and then you have to go in and and medically take care of it. So you might miss the whole season. Um, He was going to, he wasn't going to be a one and done in college anyway. So, you know, if he's going to miss this season, take care of this injury, you know, get healthy, whatever it
0: has to be for next
2: year, that's fine.
0: Yeah. he's yeah. At, he's a, It sucks for him. It sucks for his development, but it's far from the end of the world.
2: Right. he's an 18-year-old kid, you're mm-hmm. physically going to bounce back from something like that much better than if he was 34, 35. Absolutely.
1: Yep. I, I think that that's, uh, that's the right way to look at it because he's not a guy who even, even if he played this year at Michigan fully healthy, even if he dominated this year at Michigan fully healthy – He's probably still not even in the Hawks system next year. He's probably back in Michigan again for at least another season. Mm -hmm. So, does it maybe cost him a year ultimately in his development? Maybe. But he's the kind of player that's got just a ton of talent. And then, you know, he's not the first guy to get injured. And hopefully, this is not something that's going to stunt him. Right. When Greg says, like, delayed development, it's more games played than. Like being able to get up to speed again and those sort of things. It's not being able
0: to play. It's not being able to practice. It's not being able to be in the weight room. That's the one thing about college hockey that I think is more beneficial to young players than, say, going to play juniors is you have so much – you have fewer games. You have, like, half the amount of games. So there is so much more time focused on practice and actually getting better at specific aspects of your game, becoming a better defenseman or, you know, better – uh, face-offs, better at forechecking, whatever it is, you have more time to develop, whereas in the CHL, you're pretty much playing every day, and playing there's not all. a lot of
2: practice. You're playing time. a bunch, yeah. And there's
0: a lot of weight room, and there's nutrition. There's a lot more off-ice stuff when you play college. So I think for younger players who are closer to being NHL-ready, playing in college— yeah. is a much better as, and being injured at the University of Michigan oh, is yeah. a million times better <laughs> yes. than being injured for the London Knights you know Probably. you're going to get better care you're going to have people checking up on you you're not just going to be hanging out in your billets family family room playing you know Xbox and getting fat you're going to still be doing you're going to school. That's what, I'd be you're doing. Doing, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm going to do the second I get out of here. Uh, but you're going to be going to your classes. You're still going to yeah. be things that are responsibilities you have to uphold. So mm-hmm. And
1: just the level of medical care you'll get. And you, you, you reference it, but it's just we've had, I think, Drew Camesso mentioned that to us in, a, in development camp, that the resources they get in college are so much better than in junior. Uh, yeah, yeah, you don't get there as many games. You don't play as often, but. Um, just to have – I mean, they've got doctors on staff. They've got – if you're religious, they've got chaplains on staff. Whatever you need at Michigan, mm. they're going to find it. They, yeah, yeah, the, f- the got facilities a, are yeah. world-class. They've so. got, yep. they've and got that's not t- some money up there. That's not
2: to say that, that Canadian junior leagues no. are, are you know, bombs, no, no, but well, it's, it's different at a multi-billion dollar university. I would, I would like rather Michigan.
0: have surgery at the University of Michigan than at, yeah. at a junior
1: team. I might prefer – I don't know, a,
3: universal health care, though. I was going to say, it's going to cost you less in Canada. but <laughs> I might He's prefer <laughs> being an
1: injured college student at, at a place like Michigan than an injured NHL player at some NHL teams. Like, uh, yeah, the, the Hawks have a great medical staff, right? They That's the sort of thing where, you know, we don't really get into it very much, but when you talk about organizational differences, like the really rich franchises c- can have a full-time doctor and – Trainers and all those sort of things, whereas some of the lesser teams,
2: the facilities and, and yeah. resource difference is is noticeable. And and players have come through, uh, you know, from other teams, played in Chicago, went to other teams, whatever, um, and have said, like, when you're with the Blackhawks, like it is a top organization as far as how they treat players as say this with my foot in my mouth but how they treat players and how they how they go about things at at a professional level um fully acknowledging everything that happened in 2010 of course so anyways
1: that's where we are on nazar (laughs) yeah correct (laughs) falling down the rabbit hole quickly (laughs) well it it is it's so you know like mario you're right it's you can't say that because you can't right the reality is the vast majority of people that have come through here within the last 15 years, say this is a top-notch organization. Mm -hmm. They treated everybody well, yada, yada, except for, oh, yeah, that little thing with Kyle Beach, which is still so aggravating. But um, anyway, yesterday was our second tailgate of the season. Our third tailgate of the season is next weekend. It is Chicago versus Detroit in American football. (laughs) Sunday, November 13th. We're starting at 830. This week, uh, sponsored by Goose Island and their fabulous family of mm-hmm. Brewskis. They'll be out there. All food and drinks are included with your ticket. Get your ticket at allchgo.com. Come out and join the CHGO crew. I cannot make it this weekend, unfortunately. But uh, most of the you crew will the be You saw the weather report, huh? Hey, <laughs> this well, yeah, Sunday... The first part of the, this week was tough. It was cold. The wind was a pain in the it ass. It was cold.
0: It's going to be in the 30s this weekend, but as long as we don't have that 40 mile hour wind, it
1: won't yeah. be that bad. Well, I you might, know what was great this I might about have to wear weekend? the bear suit. I don't know. The, <laughs> yeah, if not, I will. You
2: might might need that extra fur.
1: We had this tailgate last Sunday, the Green Ridge Firm meats mm. out there, the meat sticks, the sausages. Tasty. People were downing that stuff. And I had not had the meat sticks warmed up. That's a game changer, my friend. Those were yeah. delicious, warmed up. They are a Chicago local meat and cheese company, and they offer you a better all-natural option. My house has shifted to full-time Green Ridge Farm Meats. It's the deli meat. It's the meat sticks. It's everything. We love it. We are full converts, and not just because they're with us here on CHGO. Yeah, that's why I tried it, but now I have it in the house. It's like, holy cow, this is so much better than the other lunch meats I've gotten so far, but the meat sticks are awesome. Perfect for tailgating as we did Sunday, naturally made hardwood smoke for eight hours, 16 grams of protein per stick. They come in chicken, black forest beef, jalapeno cheddar, spicy chili. They're fantastic. If you haven't had them yet, join us at a tailgate and try them or go buy some. I saw them at the Pete's. I seen some at the jewels. They're at the Sam's club and the Costco's as well. And if you want to get some online and score some for free, Go to GreenRidgeFarm.com, put any three meat products in your cart, and then add those meat sticks. The meat sticks will be free with your purchase of three meat products. Use the code CHGO at checkout to get that deal. That's GreenRidgeFarm.com. Add any three meat products to your cart and the meat sticks, and the meat sticks will be free with the code CHGO. Green Ridge Farm, simply natural meat. And I was
0: rocking a pair of Shady Rays sunglasses at the tailgate on Sunday because it was sun. Thank God that sun came out eventually. (laughs) Uh, Kept us warm. And Shady Rays are our new friends here at CHGO. And they should be your friends as well and your one-stop shopping for awesome sunglasses. They never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall because Shady Rays has got you and your precious eyeballs covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays is they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Did you get them blown off your face over the weekend and down the street they went and you can't find them? Well, that's okay. Shady Rays will replace them for free. And even with that strong of a protection program, they managed to make quality that I can tell you that being a customer for a couple of years, They are as good as any one of those super expensive name name brand glasses you can find on the market. Shady Ray's customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. That's That's a lot. lot, That's a lot of stars. A lot of stars. Uh, Shady Ray's also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals Uh, to date so you're doing not only gonna look cool but you're doing something very cool to help out your fellow Americans they stand by their product and told our team that if anyone has a problem they will throw out profit right out the stinking window and do whatever it takes to get right Free returns and exchanges. You either love the Shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use promo code CHGO at checkout and you'll receive 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs of awesome looking sunglasses for 54 bucks. Nice. That is an insane deal. Redeem only at shadyrays.com
1: where you can find all their newest and best shades. All right, let's get back to our bursting sack O'Male. What do we got next, Lawrence? House of Chirps. What? Uh, I knew it was coming. What are your thoughts on Kirby Doc playing some pretty damn good hockey for the Habs on the line with Cole Caulfield? He has uh, 10 points in 12 games, does uh, Kirby Doc? Two Goals, 10 assists. Good for him. And I'm happy for him. I've always liked Kirby Doc. I just, I feel like it wasn't going to happen here. And I have to be honest that I do think now that Luke Richardson is the coach, I've got a little more faith that they might have been able to figure things out with Kirby. But, yep. You know, what are you going to do? He's gone. They traded him. So you kind of have to deal with what you got here. And, you know.
2: And we got Frank Nazar and yeah. Gavin Hayes because of Kirby Doc. Look, I mean, I agree. I don't, I don't think it was working with doc here in Chicago. Um, I think Luke Richardson could have gotten some, some good things out of him. Um, but, uh, it just, it just wasn't in the cards and, and it just wasn't some, uh, it just wasn't a player Kyle Davidson I think felt, uh, was going to fit what he wanted to do. Um, could I see Kirby doc playing the way that Luke Richardson has implemented, uh, This team to play probably I think he could have bought into it. I think if he saw someone like Jonathan Tays Succeeding and and kind of you know buying in and 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 spreading Richardson's messages across the locker room. He probably would have been able to kind of get things around Um, But good for him. I mean, it's we I think we all said good luck in Montreal uh, figuring that you know if his if his um, being able to handle the pressure of, of, of everything you know when he's not succeeding, uh, in Chicago it's 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 a different animal in Montreal. But he's been doing well so far. He's uh, the the Montreal fan base is is currently building the Kirby Doc statue, which is fantastic. Good for them. Good for
0: him on his Hall of Fame induction. Introduc- yeah, Just exactly. In the Montreal.
2: <laughs> and and you know what's interesting? He's uh, terrible at faceoffs again. What? Yeah. Right. No no kidding. And uh, and Montreal did something crazy. And is playing him on the wing and why, oh my gosh, why did anybody he's succeeding? Chicago, why
0: didn't anybody in Chicago? Why ever did no suggest one that? suggest that? When we'd say that multiple times on this show. Almost I don't we know. know what we're talking Crazy.
2: about. Crazy times. Anyways, good for Doc. Good for him. I think uh is it sustainable? Maybe. We'll see. Uh, playing with Cole Caulfield is going to make anybody better because he's the short king. So
0: Yeah, play, playing with Caulfield and uh, and Nick Suzuki helps. Yeah. Playing on the wing helps. He's being put in a, in, a, in a position to succeed, which is something the Blackhawks rarely ever did with him. Uh, yep. So good for him. Let's not declare Montreal the all-time winner of this trade, 12 games into the season. We've seen flashes with Kirby where he would go on runs like that and, and then disappear for three, four weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. So if he can do this consistently – Good for him. Let him do it consistently first before we start, you know. And we have to wait for another two, three, four, five years before we even know what we get out of Nazar and Hayes to say, hey, did did they fleece us? Look, Kyle Davidson had no draft picks in the first round coming into this draft, got three. Giving up Kirby Doc, giving up a guy that you didn't draft that has been a bust in three years since he has well, and if,
1: if he wasn't hurt he was inconsistent and yeah. not good and, d- and d- a
0: guy that doesn't fit your mold of what you want mm-hmm. and you got the 13th overall pick for him that's and
2: pretty, an extra pick
0: yeah that's pretty damn good yeah. so I knew this was going to happen if he had any kind of success in Montreal we, well, yeah. he, we hear about it all the time about look at what Dominique Kubalik is doing did the same thing he did here he's scoring a ton of points on the power play like He's just on a more competent team. Yeah. Let's see if he keeps that up throughout Mm -hmm. the season. We've seen Dominic Kubelik go crazy for two, three weeks at a time and then completely disappear again, too. Again, good for him. But nobody was yeah. pissed off when Dominic <laughs> Kubelik left. Dylan Strome's having a really nice time in this season. Why? Because he's centering Alex Ovechkin on the power play. That's fine. Again, good for him, too. But like uh, nobody was screaming when he was gone. Would have been. I uh, was kind of – I mean, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted something for them. Yeah. But listen, you let them go and choose where they wanted to go. There's a little something to that. There was no choice trademark for Dylan Strome.
2: As far as talent goes, Strome probably should have been here. As far as fitting what Davidson and Luke Richardson want to do...
0: He's not that guy. I, he's not that he kind does of not player. Fit this he just doesn't
2: skate it's, well it's enough. A, he's it's not a physical a enough. different style. Yeah. Playing
0: in Washington is working for him. Good. Good for him. I love Dylan Strome. Great kid. I'm happy for his success. I like his dogs. Yes. Yeah, it dude. wasn't going to... He wasn't going to be a Luke Richardson guy. No. And yeah they should have traded him for if there was anything available for him they would have done it right so what was more important a seventh round pick or letting the kid go play
1: wherever he wants right
3: yep and those plus, things he never brought his dogs to practice so you just follow them on instagram it's fine <laughs> <laughs> we can still see him exactly
1: uh yeah i i like doing strong but you're right like thinking about it now could you imagine him on this roster not really not really, the, just keeping, the style of play. He would keeping be keeping
2: Doc, keeping Strome, keeping Kubalik, keeping DeBrincat. One, what does that change? Uh, and, and two, do they all fit what Luke Richardson wants to do? No.
1: So, yeah. uh, just to just to play devil's advocate here, the the na- people you're describing are talented players. Yeah. Different levels of talent, but like at some point, they're all offensive. Lucas Reichel is going to be here. And Lucas Reichel is going to have to find a way to play in Luke Richardson's system, and conversely, Luke Richardson's going to have to find a way to have some skilled dudes on his teams. Like, you can't just go grindy, grindy, grindy for 12 forwards and six defensemen and just, you know, call it a day because that's the kind of style you want. Yeah, I see what you're trying to do now, and you're trying to set a culture so when those offensive guys come in and join the team, they have that influence, right? But I just... To say that you didn't say this, to be clear, I'm not saying you said this, but Alex Debrinket should be able to work on any team in the NHL. Yes, yes. Right? Like, that should not be a guy who's, Well, oh, no, he just won't work here. Yes, he'll work. Find a way to make it work, right? Um, so I, I think right okay. now what they're trying to do, it's more about the culture. So when, as these guys come and join, your Reichels, your Slavens, your whoever's start to filter in and join the team, That culture is established of this is how we play. Mm -hmm. Come in here and and play this way with us to the best of your ability. uh, But there's going to be some flexibility in that. Look, there's going to be a time where Luke Richardson has a line that just, well, he's got one now, the Domi uh, Kane and U line that doesn't grind. They're going to have to find ways to make more talented guys fit.
2: Yeah, eventually you would want to have a line where, you know, you can say, yeah, none of these guys play defense because they combine for 150 points. Right, like, that would be great, and they have the puck
1: the entire game. Yeah, that would that would, <laughs> that would be
2: ideal. But yeah, I, I that's your point is correct. With those guys in this lineup, you're not changing the way that they play, and you're not implementing that that mindset, that culture, the the, the hard work, the north south game. You're not implementing that as easily. With those guys and what you're also signaling is oh we're, we're still trying to win we're still trying to we're, we're, we're trying to make this group work which I maybe Kyle Davidson was just completely not sold on Luke Richardson being able to make that group work with what he wanted to what he was going to be able to try and, and, and establish when he came in and I think for for what Richardson has been trying to do and the direction that he and Davidson are are putting uh, the 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 club in in that direction, in that cu- it, putting that cult implementing that culture, I think is, is the right thing to do. Would would you want a bunch of mid twenty year olds that can be skilled and and make a team competitive? Yes, but I, I just think the the necessity for the Blackhawks to really just try to reset all of this under Davidson and Richardson was the right direction to go. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if we're if we're sitting here right now they're in the middle of the NHL. They're not going to it's not going to sustain the, that way the rest of the year. If we were sitting in the middle of the NHL through December and January and February, what is changing? Nothing. Right. You're going to sit in the middle of the league, you're going to either, you know, be be barely out of the playoffs or at the very top of the lottery, you know, in the very top of the lottery and you're going to be picking 14th, 15th. Like you you're not going to get any opportunities to get a real day one organizationally changing player like they're trying to go for in this year's draft.
0: Yeah. And I don't think, I think Richardson is, is a good enough coach that when he does have a more talented team, he will be able to adjust and say, okay, because we, we've heard him say that he spends a lot of time showing his guys Tampa Bay Colorado (laughs) yeah this is how we want to get there and he but he knows he doesn't have the players to Mm -hmm. play that style of hockey so he's being a legit coach and making his system around his roster instead of trying to force Mm -hmm. his roster to play his system so I think when the when the team is more talented and there are more dynamic players here he won't necessarily rely on all four lines having to be north south grindy Mm -hmm. you know he's not going to want these guys to be the Andres Nocioni type bulls on ice uh, <laughs> My guy. all Nudge. the time. I when he gets, Nudge. when he, you know, he has to do that with this team because he's got 11 bottom six forwards yeah, on his team right, that right. are just four checking guys. When he doesn't have that roster, he'll adjust and say, okay, now we're going to play more like the Colorado Avalanche. Mm-hmm. But with that same work ethic, right. when well, he's
1: also, dra- you know, Davidson is drafting guys, even with skill that still fit that with mold, mold. Right. right? Exactly. You know, yeah. so Reichel is kind of the, the outlier there, where he is a pick of he who has, he who shall not be named, um, but he's got so much skill that they're probably willing to work around. There's, that a, there's a way to
2: get and, him into the lineup for sure. And
1: yeah. look, like honestly too, when you look at the, the forwards in Rockford, they're kind of. They kind of resemble what the Hawks are doing here too. It's yeah. a lot of they're AHL, tough checking. A lot of AHL yeah.
0: grindy guys. You're Dylan Sakura who's who. You know, he's admitted in training camp he's trying to be more of a 200 foot guy, be a bigger guy, play in the more dirty areas. Of the ice. He's a guy that realized if I want to play, yeah. that's what I got to do. Yep. Brent Ceney is a run to the net as fast as you can, try and score a goal type of guy. David Gust. You know, these guys aren't necessarily prospects for the Hawks, but they're helping institute that style of hockey mm-hmm. at that level. All right, what do we got next,
1: Law? We got good stuff?
3: Ah, pardon me, I was just drinking some, <laughs> some water over here. Uh, this next one I'm actually taking from the chat. Uh, I like this it. from Jamie Pierce, who I'm not sure if that, based on his photo, is the man on the left or the owl on the right. But mm. uh, anyways, Jamie, the owl I says, anybody owl? notice that DeBrinket has two goals, one empty net, or do you think he misses Kane? I
2: don't think anybody has talked about how DeBrinket has not scored a lot of goals, right? No one's talking. He's <laughs> <No. laughs> got uh, a ton of assists though. Yeah. I mean, he's still putting up points. Yeah. I'm sure he misses uh, an all world uh, player feeding him cross ice one timers. I'm sure he's missing that a little bit. In, in Ottawa.
0: And creating the space for him to be wide open for those one-timers, yes, too. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think a, a downtick in goals is a huge surprise, but the, I'm so yeah. not writing him off just yet. I still no, right. still think he's going to have 30 to 35 by the end of the season. In the
2: first 15 games of the season, you can't you can't rely so heavily on someone's really high or really low shooting percentage yeah. sustaining. So, what was it? Jonathan Taze was shooting what thirty percent? Yeah, something crazy like, that's, like he's that. He's not yeah. going to finish the year at thirty percent if he doesn't have an eighty
1: goal. Kane was like under five or something. Too,
2: yeah,
0: so
1: like like those things will up, eventually they'll
0: regress to the back of the of the card as they like. to But say. I
1: will yeah. say, De was never a guy that could. I mean, he can a little bit, but he's not a guy who generated his own offense very much. He was he usually started the, to. Yeah. He, uh, yes, last year he started doing it more on yeah. his own, but he was. Uh, Often the beneficiary of a great pass from Patrick Kane mm-hmm. to you know set up a, a an open net for him or whatever. Yeah. Yes, he misses Patrick Kane. Everybody would, but at the same time, I have no fear that Alex Ovechkin is suddenly going to become uh, some bum somewhere. I want to address. Jamie us.
0: says the
2: owl's name is Fozzie. Oh, nice.
0: there you go.
1: Nice. Very cool. I like that.
0: After the bear, or the band.
1: Yes. Um. That's Sam amazing. says uh, in the chat there, Hagel would fit in fine. That's true. Uh, so far not a good trade. I'm going to disagree. So far they haven't made either of those they first round made, picks. Yeah, I thought we pumped the brakes. You, you get tracks, two yeah. first round picks and two competent NHL players. Yeah. <laughs> I love Brandon Hagel, but let's let's not go nuts here. That's uh two first two firsts is enough for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, think Hagel would
2: Hagel would definitely fit into this lineup. He might even be on the first line in this lineup. Um but yeah, I mean Radrik and sure bottom six guys. Those first round picks we're still holding those lottery tickets like it could be any it could be yep. you could you could get a steal in a late first round pick and get somebody who's going to change your
1: franchise what's, you don't know yet
0: what's Hagel's uh stat Current line Reg
1: has three and three in 12 games six Hagel points. has four and six and 12. Yeah. Ten points so ten points
0: but he's playing on a much more talented team and mm-hmm. Uh, good for Brendan Hagel. Well, he's a better fan. player, but that too. add in two first round picks and another player. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, Brendan Hagel on this Hawks team, they're still tanking. Right? Sure. Yeah. They're still not, they're not, he's not putting you over. That was striking when the iron was hot and getting a ridiculous return. Mm-hmm. Tampa still overpaid for him. Yeah. Maybe in the end, when if these neither of those picks turn out to be anything, then you can say they got us, but you got to give it a few years Give it before we can say,
1: you know, at least let them make the picks before we destroy it. Absolutely. All right. What do we got next here? Lawrence?
3: Well, since you're mentioning both Taves and Kane, let's go to this oh, one. I like from Chad. Yeah,
1: yes. Uh, this one from Chad. Uh, this is from uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. He says, does Kyle Davidson have any desire to bring Taves and Kane back next year? If their contract demands make sense or have both been informed that it's in- unlikely Finally, why do we think they'd accept trades only to likely enter free agency this offseason? I don't see what their motivation would be. Uh, Well, a couple things. Let's work work it backwards. The motivation would be to win, to to go get a chance at another cup. They're free agents regardless of if they're traded or not. Um, So if they want to be traded this year, it would be for a chance to win. This Patrick Kane to the Rangers thing will not go away right we've also heard him connected to the avalanche heard the same about jonathan taves but again kyle davidson has said from day one that they have to come to him and say we want out Mm -hmm. so in in terms of davidson informing them i don't think that's happened at all i wouldn't completely write off the idea of one or both of them returning to the hawks i think it's highly unlikely yeah but if Patrick Kane wants to go try to win one with the Rangers and then sign again in Chicago in the offseason to break Stan Makita's records, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I just think that yeah. the org is probably looking forward to starting the next chapter.
2: I, w- I, would, I would agree with that. Um, as far as, you know, why would they accept a trade if they're going to be a free agent anyway? I don't think there's any way... That uh, Kyle Davidson will allow both of these guys to not be traded and then hit free agency and not come back. I don't think there's any way that Tays and Kane go to other teams without something of value coming back to the Blackhawks. I don't think Kyle Davidson's going to allow that to happen. As much as he says, I'm going to wait for them to say that they want to be traded to start facilitating a trade. um, If he has any indication that they don't want to re-sign as free agents, that he'll start making some phone calls.
1: Also, something to keep in mind is a, a card that GMs hold. If Kane and Taves don't get traded this season, as unrestricted free agents, the Hawks can trade their negotiating rights in the offseason so a team can get dibs at first crack. So right. let's say, you know... Between the, the draft and free agents. Let's say the Winnipeg Jets want to take a stab at Jonathan Taves... They'll say, great, we're gonna trade you the rights to Jonathan Taves that expire on January first. And if you can work on a deal between then and now, you know, or between now and then, rather, great. Mm-hmm. Give us a third round pick for that right to do that. That's how the Hawks got Steve Montador. Right. Was they traded a pick for the rights to negotiate, knowing that you have assurances already if you do that, that the guy wants to play for you. Right. Right. And then you just make it happen. So that's something. If they're looking to get some assets back for Kane and Taves, if they decide to stay, I don't know. It's it's really hard to predict how that's going to go because the season overall has felt kind of positive. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone seems pretty happy, and I don't know.
2: I think, it, well, Taves would definitely have a significant pay reduction uh, from his current contract to whatever his next contract could be. Uh, Kane probably takes a little bit less, but maybe not that much. Um, but if they both say, hey, I like Luke Richardson, I like what I experienced with the Blackhawks this year, I, I want to continue to be a Blackhawk. For Kane, he you know he wants to break team records. For Tays, I think he has a desire to be a one-team player uh, as far as his legacy goes. Um if they say they want to come back, I can't imagine Kyle Davidson's like, uh, no, 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 we we don't want you. I I think having these guys, if they are bought in and say, we want to be back, we want to be part of this team, that can only help the Blackhawks as far as their locker room goes and as far as, you know, kind of giving the extra like, hey, this Richardson guy knows what he's doing. We want to stick around and, and play more for him. Sure. I, think that, I don't think that there's any reason Kyle Davidson wouldn't want to be a part of that. If – Tays and Kane want to be a part of it.
1: Chris brings up a point in the chat here. says, I think the Hawks' most likely outcome for Kane is an Ovechkin-like extension. Uh, that is nine and a half million for this year and three more for Ovechkin. With the 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 goal of that is for Alex Ovechkin to pass Wayne Gretzky in goals and fin- as a capital.
2: Finish his NHL career as a capital. Yes, that
1: is the sole purpose of that contract. He just uh, passed uh, Gordie Howell. Mm-hmm. Was it yesterday, two days ago?
0: Most uh, goals... Uh, for By one, one franchise, one team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep.
2: So, yeah, I, I would not hate that for for Patrick Kane because you would think that he has at least three more years of being a high level top top line player. Sure.
0: Well, the bottom line out of all these all these discussions that we've had, we're going to continue to have, they're all going to be moot because it's all ultimately up to those two guys to decide what their yeah. future is. The, the yeah. Hawks don't have.
3: What you mean Ken I mean, and Taves aren't listening to us and deciding their future based on the saying? They could be we don't know. Um probably not.
2: Probably not, knows?
0: but you never know. I mean we are we I do know for a fact that there are there are you those reach, within the organization that do listen to us on, a, on a regular basis.
1: So maybe.
3: Hi Hawks fans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, what do we got next? Uh, Bears and Hawks. Bears and Hawks says when the Blackhawks start trading players do you think Davidson will prioritize a return of 2023 draft picks or spread the picks out over multiple drafts? Oh yeah, 2023, 2023. will be the priority. That's yep. for sure. They've got a pretty good spread. Remember the Dickinson pick, the second round pick was for the 24 draft, 24. not this year's. That's the, the key. Not a lot of people are going to be giving up those 2023 right. picks.
0: So mm-hmm. he'll try. To, he'll prioritize and is asking what he gets. That's a different story. Mm-hmm. Lots of guys aren't. Lots of teams aren't trading away those twenty twenty three, as we've already seen.
2: Yeah, they have the twenty a twenty three first and a 24 first from Tampa. Tampa in right, the yep. Hagel trade. Um, yeah, the twenty four, the twenty twenty four second came from the Riley Stillman deal uh, for Dickinson. But yeah, I I think he'll he'll ask for a twenty twenty three. It doesn't necessarily I would mean he'll get it.
0: Be surprised if. He doesn't have more than those two picks he already has in the first round. Mm-hmm. Oh I, yeah. I would be shocked if he doesn't have at least three
1: first round picks this July. So here's what they have in 2023. Uh two in the first, that's theirs in Tampa's. That's good. Two in the second, theirs in Tampa's. Okay. Two in the third, theirs in Dallas's, a fourth, a fifth, and a seventh. Twenty twenty four, their own and Tampa's first round pick. Round two, it's their own in Vancouver. Round three, it's their own in Ottawa. Then it's round five theirs in Calgary, round six and round seven of their own. So, so do they
2: have eight picks in the next two first round, first and second rounds? That's correct. They've
0: got twelve in the next two three rounds. Yeah, that's how that's how you rebuild. That's you just that helps. you just keep you keep buying as many lotto tickets that as you can. Absolutely helps. I wonder and they're going to get more.
2: I wonder if any deal because we haven't really seen Davidson do this yet. Um, I wonder if any deals he he may do the rest of this season and into next offseason involve any prospects from other teams. Because he hasn't really done that yet. He's just been getting yeah, ranks right. I wonder if that's something he he explores or if he's just like, you know what? I trust my staff. I trust myself. I wanna I wanna select the the, the guys I want for my team. You
0: may see more of that this offseason or maybe the following where he's like, I want to get guys that are NHL ready prospects. Mm-hmm. I want guys that can make the opening night roster. Sure. But so he may be another year away from that, but it'd be interesting to see. You know, and that could that could come with the taking on bad contracts.
1: You know, yeah. give
0: me your give me your garbage contract and your top prospect.
1: I mean that's look that you know, you got Sam Renzel because you took on Peter Morazic. Yeah. And oh by the way, you just got yourself a starting goalie too, you Mm -hmm. know, who is above average. He's not great, but they're not trying to win a cup, you know? So those Mm -hmm. are the sort of things that doesn't stop after this season. I think that continues at the next draft. And the other thing too is if for whatever reason, the Hawks fall out of the top two or three of this draft, when you've got 12 picks over the next two years in the first three rounds, that gives you some wiggle room to negotiate and say, Hey, look, we really want Fantilia too. We're going to give you our first and second, you know, yeah, whatever. You there's a lot of pieces to trade here, yeah, to get you to some that maneuvering. Lot, lots chips of currency, for sure. yeah, definitely. Lots of chips and, at the table,
0: and that's what you want.
1: Yeah, maybe uh, maybe the Ottawa Senators suck, and they want uh, <laughs> Patrick Kane to come to uh, come to Ottawa. You trade his negotiating rights to the Sens. And a first-round uh, yeah. pick and bring in, uh, yeah. That'd be interesting.
2: That'd be fun. Speaking of chips, oh, you could be looking good doing some chipping uh, oh, out there on the uh, on the golf course. Solid. Wow, that's a uh, segue. <laughs> if you, uh, you want to look good while doing that, you go to pinsandaces.com, get you some of the best golf apparel out there at Pins and Aces. They are the official golf apparel partner of CHGO and the presenting sponsor of the Big Drive Energy Golf Podcast on the All City Network. Uh, we love our Pins and Aces gear. Get a ton of compliments when we uh, wear it out on the course. Uh, we're going to go for the heated uh, driving range right now in, the, in, this, in this time of year. But if you head down to Florida or Arizona or wherever you do your winter golfing, uh, bring your Pins and Aces gear with you. You're going to be looking great. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and, of course, the favorite beer sleeve that goes right there in your bag and can store up to seven of your favorite beers right inside the bag, keep them cold the entire round. Love that product. Check out pinsandaces.com, and when you do, use the promo code CHGO, and you're going to receive 15% off of your first order, and you're going to get free shipping on that order. Again, that's pinsandaces.com using the promo code CHGO.
0: And we've been telling you guys for a long time here at CHGO to hop on the ride with the Blackhawks and CHGO. You know who else has hopped on the CHGO ride? That would be our good friends at Com. And the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Processes? An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project cost, potential incentives, and simple payback don't wait. Get Start Saving Money and Energy today for energy-saving tips. And to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz, Get ready. Ready to sign up for a facility assessment? You can call one 855 433 2700 during during normal business hours to speak to a ComEd Energy Efficient Program representative. Or you can email businessee at comed.com or request an assessment online at their website, comed.com backslash facility assessment.
1: And Sorry, you're done? I'm done. Okay. And <laughs> hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. Here's something for tonight that could be spicy, could be fun. Mm. It is Connor McDavid's 500th NHL game tonight. If you pick him as an anytime scorer, you have negative odds. <laughs> negative 110 for Connor McDavid wow. to score. So that's not a great play. However, for him to score the first goal of the game is plus 800. Okay. So Connor McDavid's 500th game, he's been scoring at will. They're playing the Capitals tonight, plus 800. Mm. For Connor McDavid to be the first time, the first goal scorer of the game is live on DraftKings right now. Could be fun.
2: Play along,
1: do a same game. It's the same odds for last goal scorer as well. If you want to combine (laughs) McDavid and Ovechkin for first and last, it's plus 800 for each. It'll be a plus 1600 bet. Turn a little bit of money into a lot. That's math. A lot of fun. Those are those same game parlays we're talking about. Smaller bets bigger payouts, that's how you do it. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO, bet 5 bucks on any NHL team to win their game, and get $200 back in free bets if they do. That's code CHGO at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Lawrence, how many emails do we have remaining, my friend?
3: Oh, we have two. Great. Would I also like to... want to
1: get to Joel's comment yeah, uh, Joel. in the chat. We'll, we'll try to get through these quickly. Right
0: below him, quickly, Paul asking about Nazar. Uh, we talked about that at the beginning of the show, one of our first questions. We went into what we know about Nazar. So yep. uh, once we're done live, you can hit the old rewind and, and check that out.
1: There you go. Um, this one is from, okay, so... From our moon, what happened in today's Ice Hogs game is there was a goal... Yesterday. Yesterday, sorry. There was a goal in the game that they called no goal, right? It went to intermission. Then they reviewed it, saw that the goal did go in, so they reverted the period back to like the beginning of third. So the third started with 44 seconds left in the second period. That is not unprecedented. That has happened before. It's happened before. It's It's weird. But it it's is weird, happened. and uh, it's, it happens in NHL games, too, where if a puck goes in and shoots out real quick and they keep playing, they'll get a call from Toronto, they'll stop the game, review it, okay, it's a goal, and they'll just rewind to they'll when the goal is it. scored. Yeah. So, yes, it's weird that it happened uh, during an intermission, but it is not unprecedented. Well, so.
2: the, the, the AHL is not as instantaneous right. as right. the no, NHL.
0: The, the AHL, for that to happen, somebody was watching it again in the press box, Probably. and said, hey, wait a minute. This is a goal. They don't have a Toronto in the AHL. It's a dude sitting <laughs> on a laptop next to the PA announcer. Yeah, right. It. That's how right, that works. Right. So they were obviously looking at it. And I've seen it in action before a lot in between periods is when they'll look to like. That's why you'll see, especially at the AHL level, intermissions is when goals get changed a lot where mm. like it's originally credited to the defenseman." three minutes into the game, and in, in at the intermission, they'll say, nope, change. it was this guy. He's He got his stick on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were probably just overlooking that play and say, uh-oh, we dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the most uh, normal occurrence, but, man, that's the AHL for you. Yep. You never know what you're going <laughs> to get down there.
1: <laughs> all right, it happens. Yeah. And now what else we got, Lawrence? That might be the last one, right? No, all oh, right. right, here's our last one. Uh, this we're one from Landon. That. He, he says he's
2: also our friend uh Norroy's rage.
1: Oh, yes. there you go. Oh, I didn't connect that. There this we go. Is. Uh hey, Greg, Jay, and Mario. The game against the Jets seemed pretty one-sided. Do you think mm-hmm. the Hawks have lost their early season success? It looks like Kane is getting the more uh getting more frustrated. Thanks for the great content. Um, I mean, I think a lot of their early season success was a bit of smoke and mirrors. Um, when you really looked into the numbers, they were getting slaughtered on possession. Yeah. Just games were kind of going their way, the puck was going their way.
2: They're kind of willing their ways.
1: back Yeah, into yeah games. And one yeah. of those
0: games c- included 2 shorthanded goals.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. There's a he, lot of things.
0: A yeah. lot of things going their way, and now
1: the scales are kind right. well, of evening out. The averages though, it, are coming into effect. The beginning of the Jets game, they actually played pretty well. Like the first, period, first was period was solid. Decent, yeah, and remember the Kings game they won before they sucked ass in and somehow won. Hockey <laughs> can be weird, but the Jets game for the first like what thirty minutes or so was pretty even. Then the Jets score boom boom boom, and then power and then, play, and then play, Boom gets hand. hurt, and yeah. the whole thing's kind of out the window. The, so yeah.
0: the thing is though that the team that lost to the Jets four nothing, pretty much played the same exact game as the team that beat the Sharks five to two, yeah, or beat the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they're just they playing the same way. It's just that they're sometimes they're not getting the bounces, or the Hawks are a team that. They make mistakes. It's it's probably going to hurt them a lot more than other teams. So you're just seeing – I think you're seeing the same type of hockey being played or it hasn't been like a much of a change in the team itself. You're just seeing that, hey – Nine times out of ten, they'll lose games like that when they play it that way, yeah. and it's just starting yeah. to... The,
3: the
2: game that they played against the Avs and against the uh, Jets were similar games and yeah. similar outcomes. Better yeah. teams are going to capitalize on those kinds of mistakes. Exactly, and
0: they don't have the firepower to get into uh, a 5-4 game very often. They're going to win mm-hmm. a lot of those 2-1 overtime games like they did against L.A. Mm-hmm.
1: I do think as that long stretch of like game... Day off, game, day off, game, day off. They started to lose some structure. Things got a little loosey-goosey. So as they jump back into practice tomorrow, uh, heading into Thursday, I think it'll take that time to sort of reinforce some of the things that they've worked on titan i always go back to that from, <laughs> yeah. from up. God, just, i'm not
3: saying lose weight that's just tough. titan
1: um you know that's that's i always go to that visual i actually put it in my uh yeah, in it. my uh yeah, that was good. It, Wait, is week. that
3: doctor what's his name the doctor yeah it's, it's uh, steve uh, it's the
1: pirate steve the pirate yes whose uh, actual name out. i can never remember
3: wait it's not oh it's not uh sorry i'm thinking of the doctor uh what's his name ken jong Oh no no no, no, no. no! no no!
2: That's a different one. Do oh. you smoke
3: cigarettes? Alan Tudor <laughs> is the name of the actor. Uh, okay, right. Steve That's Steve's, not
1: Steve's on. Oh, okay. No, it's not. No, it's not. All right, it's let's similar. get. Is, so we're good, right? That's the last one. I was going to say, like, well, the Ken, he the Ken he John had, seems like
2: Kane is getting oh, more Kane. frustrated. I think Kane's just frustrated that he's not getting the bounces, not getting the puck luck right
1: Goal now. Goal
0: scorers that aren't scoring goals usually get pissed off. They snap quick. sticks. Yes. We, we yeah. have
1: to decide though, because it's it's we're hearing both. Kane doesn't care. Or Kane is frustrated. It can't be both. He's, he, he, <laughs> he cares. He's just
2: not the most expressive guy. Listen, well, he Unless mi- he's snapping a stick over a bench. Unless it's in a game and he's snapping a <laughs> stick. Guys, yeah, guys I mean, that don't you
0: know. care don't break sticks on the way to the bench.
1: Yeah, that's true. I would say that that's true. All right, I want to get to uh, the comment there from Joel. He says, you guys have already pushed a narrative of tanking, and as members of the media, you'll die on that hill.
2: I'm glad he's telling us what we can what we can I, die on. First of
1: all, yeah, even cool. if the rebuild doesn't take as long and can still meet all the future needs, good. We are That's totally on board. The whole point of the tank is to get counter bedard, and if they get counter bedard, then the tank doesn't take as long as it would have. Right. That would be the ultimate. Like if we if the three of us right now could make something happen in the future, I think we would all say, Hawks get counter bedard, take three years off the rebuild, and boom, here we go." Right. That would be great. The other thing is, we're not trying to sell you anything. We're giving you our opinions. You've got a forum in the chat to share yours. We share people that disagree with us all the time, as we're doing right now. What we say on this show does not dictate our relationship with the team. It's we There's not like a, hey, if you say nice stuff, we'll give you this and that. No, no, that's not how it works. We're not trying to feed you a line. If you liked what the Hawks were doing before this year... I'll just remind you to go back and look at last season. When they brought in Marc-Andre Fleury, they traded for Seth Jones, on and on and on. They had all these guys, they had all these playoff things, and they sucked ass. This is long overdue. Uh, If you listen to the old Madhouse podcast, I was calling for a real rebuild for three years. And they're uh, finally doing it. I don't know what exactly we're pushing when the Blackhawks
0: have a pregame video with the hashtag ready to work where they mentioned the, the term rebuild multiple times. Yes. So we're not, we're not inventing some sort of narrative here. The had television Puffs commercials are embracing the fact they're not saying the word tank, but they're embracing the fact that this is a yes. complete and, teardown. And
2: none of us are wishing for a Detroit or Buffalo experience no, I want where, them to be where good they no. suck no. for 10
1: years. The quicker the better. Cause
0: you know what's going to happen if they're good in three or four years, more people are going to watch our show. More advertisers are going to want to advertise. And we're going to have show. more fun. It's going to be like, a better experience for everybody. Exactly. So yes, I would be more than happy if they got Connor Bedard, spent big money on free agency, and we're in the playoffs in three seasons. Chances are that's not going to happen. Right. But I, I'd be, I'd be. We can, we can. I would support that narrative hundred <laughs> percent if that happened. Right. Yes. I'm not going to sit here in three years if we're talking about playoff
1: hockey going. This should have taken six years. Damn it. A rising tide lifts all boats, as everyone knows. And here's a good example. Um, Karma's over there, but he's on the phone. How have the Bears post-games been, Lauren, since Justin Fields started playing his ass off? Woo, boy. Yeah, right? Pretty good, yeah. huh? Yeah. Fun. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah he's, uh, he's awesome. Yes. So as
1: as the team gets good and exciting... This podcast is gonna have more and more. There's no, there's no scenario where like let's really drag this rebuild out. We can't wait to talk about another four nothing loss no. to the Jets. Bring us, right. bring us our version of Justin Fields and Connor Bedard. That'd
3: be great. Do it, yeah, that'd be great. I love it. Or
1: Sounds Adam great. Fantilli. That might be more Patrick Mahomes if that happens. By the
2: way, and and look, if that'd if, be fine too. <laughs> if we spent all of last uh, summer and this season talking about rebuild, talking about this is gonna be a long process and everything, and then next season. In January and February, we're like, man, they're in a playoff spot. I'm not going to be sad. I'm not, I'm not going to be. I will say, hey, I thought this was going to suck for a couple of years, and I'm wrong. I'll be, Thank be God wrong. I'll be I'm ha- wrong.
0: I will happily eat crow and be wrong about a five to six year window. I would not, I'd not be not upset right. about that in one way, shape, it's or form. It's a two year window. Thank God! The Blackhawks winning is good for everybody. Yes, the good for them. Team good for good, the, the fans. Good for the people that got
3: to cover the team. Yes,
1: covering a losing it's, team is not fun. It's good
3: for everything except my uh, wallet because I'll be attending many more games and it'll cost. Oh, more you know where you, you can you save go. save, money on, save money on game time. Save money on game time.
1: that was a free one for them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Cheers.
3: Uh,
1: hey, before you go, if you haven't already done it, please smash that like button on the YouTube page. If you're listening on the podcast proper. Make sure you're not just listening, but that you're subscribed. That really helps us out a lot. And if you're really feeling friendly, mm-hmm. please, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify goes a really, really long way. We would greatly appreciate that. A um, couple things. We're back tomorrow at 2.30. We are efforting a conversation with Bernie Nichols probably next week, but you never know. But it might be next week. I'm, it would probably likely be next week. And if we Friday, schedule it
2: for tomorrow... We will have a whole show written for us in the next 24 hours. Yes, Patrick Kane will be traded so, if we yeah. schedule for tomorrow,
1: yes. <laughs> and listen up. Friday, the three of us were heading to Notre Dame for the Notre Dame-Michigan hockey game. The game is at 6.30 Chicago time. I was on our website today. It appears there's still tickets available for 15 bucks Hey, If you want to go see two of the premier hockey programs, including uh, Landon Slagert, uh, Adam Fantilli for Michigan, and Ryder Ralston at Notre Dame, uh come on out watch notre dame hockey uh at the compton ice arena it's a beautiful facility the three of us will be there taking it in so uh come see the irish and the wolverines uh battle it out on the ice should be a lot of fun all right gonna we're gonna wrap time. things up thanks to lawrence for running the show for greg and mario i'm jay we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 30 on the chgo blackhawks podcast